or menaced by international communism, bicycle repairman is ready. Ready to smash the communists, wipe them out. And shove them off the face of the earth. Smash the dirty red scum! Kick him in the teeth where it hurts! Kill! 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 Kill these bastard dummies! I hate them! I hate them! Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> Stay woke. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. Welcome back, Good Time Nation. This is Wednesday, June 7th. 2023 and for those who do not know this is the good time culture podcast i am og mutt dog and on the other mic you'll find hollywood and we record this show in the lovely little town that we call the mighty mighty ox and together hollywood and i we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record and before i end it we must welcome once again he's he's pretty much the, the third chair of the show it's tony words welcome back tony words thank you and please take a notebook out or press record on the, on your radio this must be recorded you must understand that everything and I mean everything that we speak about on this show is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood. Real men of genius. Real men of genius. All right. Yeah. Uh, all glory to God, you guys. Good Time Culture Podcast made it back for another week of uh, the rundown on the nonsense that is our reality these days. Uh, our president fell down again. but. All hands on deck. All hands on deck. We are your blue-collar red pill show. That's something um, I've been thinking about a lot. we got to push this blue-collar action more. Blue-collar? We are the blue-collar red you? pill show. I'm, I'm a white-collar, bro. I'm an administrator. Remember that? Yeah. You're, I have, you're retired I, I've left, or something. I've left that. I'm a man of leisure now. But uh, this is, I haven't said it in a while, this is your. This is the best God, family, and country podcast out there. So if you're looking for that, you're in the right place. Numero uno. Yep. Um, no agenda is the best podcast in the universe. It comes after they take notes from our show. But we are we are the best God, family, country podcast. So um, I guess we can just start it out with our normal uh, shenanigans here with Bryson Gray, and then we'll get what? into the. Did he finally come out? I'm telling you, dude, guys, get into the news. if you don't have to get married, if you can be abstinent and, and not, you know, have to do it and get married, look at Bryson Gray last year was putting a song out a week. 
he's now still he's, now he's engaged and all in love and he's still putting them out, but you got to pay for the all CCG. He doesn't oh. he doesn't put out a every week like he does on YouTube, yeah, right? like yeah. he used to. Oh, okay. But uh, this week, just so you guys, if you're looking to see if you want to keep listening, which I don't know why you would, but why wouldn't you? We're gonna discuss the Tucker Carlson recent um, broadcast from yesterday, uh, and then of course. We got to talk a little bit about the Killdozer um, I was history and experience. Bring that bottle up, dude. And then I got some good news and Do bad not news. Mess stuff, so. with the muffler man. Never mess with the muffler man. Uh, but here we go. Feel free to comment if you guys want to comment during this. Hey, it's game over for you, devil rappers. Let's get it. Hey, said they won't smoke. No Keenan, but I'm with all that. They want to drink me over my ball cap. No September. Y'all better fall back. Pray for DMX. Cause it's real mega game. So where my dogs at? Y'all talk small like a slower case. So why everything say all cap? Hey, no Hunter Biden, but it's a Parmesan. This is all crap. And they trying to pursue Christians like they was trying to bring Saul back. Hey, tell the Democrats I got bad memory. Where my ALs at? But if you add up being the beginning, no jail cell, but this where the balls at. Hey, MAGA rapper, anti vaxxer red, white, and blue flag. Straight Christian homophobic and I hope I make them mad about to buy another gun. I can never be a lack of Bible thumper. Don't care about this world ready for a sapper. If you see me in real life, I got my blicky. I'm not scared of weapons that's gonna form against me. Man wearing dresses, to be honest, y'all seem iffy. Hey, but we bringing God back, so it's Liddy. Stop sleeping around with different men. Teach your son to be a man. He feminine with painted nails. I really don't understand. And that lifestyle leads to nothing, but God can lead you to life. Being trans, it don't exist, and that just leads you to a knife. It ain't natural. Deep down, you know it. You give your kids to Satan. Conservative support and evilness. That's why God forsaken this. Baby killing God, hating degenerate nation. Time to take us back to Christ, and this the end of conversation. I'm gang. Ooh, what do you think of that? Could you pack more uh, fire into a minute? Dang. What you know you what? It, it was all right. Nah, come on. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I got to keep it real, man. You know what I'm saying? It was all right. You got to push back against this price. I have nothing against so. the lyrics, obviously. I ain't saying anything about the lyrics. Beat-wise, uh, it's all right. Yeah, I, I've said it before. I don't the, you know, the song itself is obviously kind of important, but it's all about what he's saying. For me, is the most important part. I mean, my one point Lyrics. is the beat. Yeah, I need the beat. If the beat don't go with the flow, ain't ain't no point. Hmm. Yeah, but if if they're singing about crap, there ain't no point. If it goes with the beat, it's all good. No, it's not all good. Come on. No. Oh, it needs to be the lyrics. It's kind of like you know, if no, you no, look no. at poetry, you read it. And it's just the the lyric or the, the words that mean. All I need is a tight hook. That's all I need. Well, there was no hook there. I know that, that was he's like a, a, he's one of those rare rappers that, jam. that they don't they don't use a hook. Well, he does, lot. but that was like a what do you call that? Hookless. Um, yeah. Fr- uh, a couple beat, low freestyle beatbox yeah. freestyle was his. That was no, that but song. he's had very a lot of songs where he doesn't have a hook. It's just the straight. I'm making my point. Mm. You know, I got a good beat, and I'm not, and it's just spewing out whatever it is he's going to talk about at that point. It's not really a traditional song with a chorus. Yeah, there's just, uh, it's kind of interesting, you guys. I don't know if you've noticed it with this Budweiser Target crap that there is actually, I actually see a pushback happening right now, and it's yeah. it's pretty impressive to see mm-hmm. the the people. Uh, 
you know, the, the resilience of the people to keep the pressure on right now, because it's going to the point now where they're backing back out of their whatever pride stuff and it's pissing off the, the pride people. So they're basically losing both sides now. You know, they, they, if, if they keep going, they lose us. If they back out of it, they lose them. It's pretty, pretty fascinating time we're in here. To me, it's interesting the arrogance of these companies who I, I, I don't know if it's the lack of founders in these companies, people who pour their blood, sweat, and tears into make, you know, making these companies or growing these companies to be successful. But it doesn't seem like these people care. Well, if, that's, if they're ruining the brand, they, they, it's, their family's name must not on it. They're, mm-hmm. They did nothing. They were there for two years, a year. They destroyed the name. Well, I, I, I think what you might want to realize is their backs are against the wall right now. They feel they have nothing to lose because they are losing. They're going to go down mm. until they do something very radical to change but you, the but outcome. The, but the momentum that it's now, well, 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 the reason I'm saying this is this. Prior to this Bud Light thing, sorry, prior to this Bud Light thing, we would never have, um, there was no momentum on our, on, if I may say, the conservative side that w- that we could organize enough to do something like this mm-hmm. because for the past three years, we've been hearing whatever you call the progressive side of shutting people down. Like Alex Jones, pretty much shooing them out like a, a saying them out to the cornfield, you know, pretty much what's that called? Canceling people. Mm-hmm. Cancel. Culture. They were canceling people left and right. Then proclaiming there wasn't. But as one people, one person said, this is the, this the reason this worked is that, this boycott didn't. We didn't raise a rock. We didn't throw anything. We didn't burn anything down. But what I'm trying to say is the the arrogance thinking, like Bud Light, for example. The the company that owns Bud Light, what the profit margin on Bud Light helped them to buy other companies to do other things. What it cost them to produce Bud Light and what they made out of it is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. There was a big profit margin on Bud Light. Now they don't have all it. beer has a high profit margin, mm. but <laughs> all alcohol. So, so but now that's what I'm trying to say is that how is it a company not to, ever going to stop and think? Wait a minute, we're going to have a backlash. How is it that they're that big and never think that there might be a backlash? That back- isn't and, the point. But yeah, now I'll, that there is the backlash, now you have all these companies going. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, hey, I don't want to really. Well, some are when they think that they're losing too much, but the reality is who owns all of these companies that are going woke? BlackRock, State Street. Yeah. Here you go. Let's get into it. along with the CEO of Amex, American Express, uh, explaining how they basically use their conglomerates to, quote, force behaviors on people. This is wild. And remember, this is about six, seven years ago. So think about what we've been through for the last six, seven years. Now listen to this. This is Larry you, you now make a point of that's a, that's an investment criteria for you. BlackRock well, behaviors CEO. are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies: uh, you have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Fifty-four uh, percent of the incoming class are women. We we added four more points in terms of 
diverse uh, employment this year. And it, if it, it, you know, what we are doing internally is if you don't achieve these levels of impact, it, your compensation could be impacted, okay? We're doing the same thing. And so it's just it, you have to force behaviors. And if you don't force behaviors, he, whether he's it's gender or black, race. He's saying that we're blackmailing you. That is blackmail. Yeah, we're blackmailing you. Yep. Well, see, the thing is, Financial. they own most of the stocks. Yep. 401ks. Pensions. What happens is, in the stock market, you end up having different kinds of shares of stock. A lot of people, some have voting rights, some don't. But they want to have your preferred stock where if they can have the voting and you or you give any of your voting rights over to BlackRock, they vote for you and, and you don't know anything about what they're going to do. What are their motivations? But, but, okay, really? okay, okay. But how are they going to bounce back? I saw something really incredible this weekend. I was at the grocery store at Sam's Club. A husband <clears throat> has a big case of, of um, Modelo. And he's passing by with his wife and his kids. Mm-hmm. And he joshes and he picks up a Bud Light. He looks at his wife. I'm going to put this in. She tells him, put it back. Mm-hmm. And he put it back. Yeah. Well, you know I, what became- now, imagine that. The wife is telling the husband, put that thing back. I just read yesterday the number the number one beer now has become Modelo because and who owns most Modelo? of the people went over to Modelo. Who owns part the of Modelo? The problem is it's the same company. Yeah. But... The question, but they only own a portion of Modelo. Yeah. They don't own it like all outright like Bud like Light. Bud Light, yeah. They own it. And Anheuser-Busch, they don't own Modelo. It's the the conglomerate. They get a uh, percentage of trans- yeah. being distributed here. It's the, uh, what's it called? The It's the distributor. It's a Belgian rights. company. Uh, rights of, yeah. Anyway. I, I just, I, I appreciate uh, everybody's perseverance and their... Uh, because we covered we covered this last year. We actually talked about the the dick tucking swimsuits at Target yeah. last year when they had yeah. when there was Pride Month, and there was no. I mean, there was a little outrage, but I was probably the one talking about it more than anybody. But I but, think, but well, I, it's interesting that this was kind of built. All this is if you guys noticed that the Bud Light thing, it was allowed to build until the Pride Month that we have we're in right now. Happy yeah. Pride Month, everybody. Well, I actually but it, never it, drank it built. Bud Light. But. Did you guys notice that, though, how like they started it almost two months ago, this started, and I don't think the Target thing would have been as big of a deal without the Bud Light thing, without uh, you know, have, all the other... Yeah, but I, I boycott Target the rest of my life now. There's no way I'm ever going back. Oh, I, my, wife, my wife, who loved it, loves Target, says we're not going back. Yeah. She hasn't stepped in there. Now, but it's still... I understand what this guy is talking about, the BlackRock guy and all that, but how is it that you as a company, knowing that you're going to tank your company, Mm -hmm. you're going to tank it? Well, the same thing has also happened to Kohl's. There's a whole bunch of companies that are losing their butts. But the question that comes out, what is the outcome of it? What are they getting on the outside? Because at Mm -hmm. this moment, like we were saying, prior to this movement, I, I don't know what woke up this giant. But now, all of a sudden, you have all these big companies that are actually, in the la- since for the last three years, are actually afraid of their customers. They need to be because they're trying to sell an idea and not a product. 
but the, then the, the stockholders should be suing them for saying yeah. you shouldn't do that. How, ideology. Okay, Tony, yeah. yeah. Tony, you've been into this. How a religion? How far almost. do you think mm-hmm. are we where these stockholders will finally bring lawsuits to these companies like Disney? Who is flopping their well, last? You have to have enough of the big ones that own enough shares to make it enough of a consequence. Mm. Which I'm not sure, but I'll tell you what: I'll bet you that there's all kinds of big ones like uh, California Teachers Association are probably invested uh, in a bunch of these things too. Tell them to shut your mouth, and, and you start saying no, you get out of that. Yeah, all the pensions. That's but, but if all the big pensions are BlackRock. Yeah, uh, ran, but, if, but, so. if you're, but if your teachers at the end of their retirement, when they come to the retirement, they're not the funds aren't there. What are we're mm-hmm. supposed to because of these bad investments? Exactly right. Because again, the directors of the teachers union they'll get their money on the back end or but, their high end. But salaries. hold on, we've talked about this before. They don't care what the profits are. It's the stock price. That's what they care about. And that if you can keep the stock prices rising, which is what well, BlackRock does by well, buying no, no, no. stocks, they could t- the the 401k retirement people don't care if they're not selling no. as much Bud Light as long as their 401k these, stock. These, inve- these are investors there. do make money when it goes down, and they make money when it goes up. I know, but They'll do you understand what I'm stock? saying though? Yes, like they don't care about profit, my dog. No, no, like you're they you're do. stuck on this. They like do. they care. No, no. no they, they don't. Do. Oh, yes, they do. Well, because they're yeah, that's making why it you're on the mistaken, back end buddy. with the stocks because they're going to make their money. Because when they short the stocks, that's when they come in like sharks, and they're going to come into it and win on the back. But there's, end, if there's any there's come no, up, there's no shorting. I'm telling you, there is no. Okay, if you're playing ball and putting a rainbow flag on your logo, there is no shorting of the stock. If you don't do that, if you don't put that rainbow on your logo, yeah, they might be shorting your stock. Budweiser is the one that. What do you think of that right now? Right? Oh yeah, that's how they get their control. Yeah. to sell that agenda. I mean, it, to me, it's real. It's real obvious because then they can do whatever the f they want, and it you know profits be damned but type the pro- thing. But the problem ridiculous. with a, with a I don't agree with it. By the way, capitalist society like we have, that's one of our strong virtual points. Meaning that dollar speaks out quick, and what's happening to Bud Light. You have all these other companies because I don't want to do it anymore. Again, they're we're, we're not cap. I think we're stakeholder capitalists now. We're not just straight capitalists, which would have been just profit, like you're no, saying. No. It's a stakeholder. Okay, you know that they're pushing this stakeholder oh, okay, okay. thing hard. May, may, may I use another word instead of capitalism? Then mm-hmm. we're consumers. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're big consumers, and being big consumers meaning if we don't pick up Bud Light, and I pick up Coors Light. I just spoke right there. Mm-hmm. I told you, I have a year that not going with Chick-fil-A over the stupid putting my money in a little plastic, yeah, uh, 99 cents plastic dish in front of the cashier, and then she picks it out of that mm-hmm. plastic dish because somehow that's okay for COVID. Yeah. I, 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 I won't go to Chick-fil-A either. They sold out, and uh, from what I read... Uh, there's something like 13 ingredients that they put into their chicken that isn't good necessarily. Tony, I went in there after the CEO said that he sent a cleaning kit to all the CEOs to clean the minority shoes. A shoe shining brush. Yeah. And I, my skin tone, We got to call it up then. My skin tone, (laughs) Tony, is not dark enough. I went in there and demanded my shoes to be clean. And they said, what? And they go, 
But what the CEO says, I go, no, 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 no. Your CEO says that the operator of this restaurant has a kid in his office to come out here and clean my shoes. Am I not the right tone? Mm-hmm. Am I not the right color? Is yeah. he discriminating against me? Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. I, I know. But see, we've already, you think you've reached peak absurdity. It's still yet to come. Here we go. Here's the conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. He's walking and up. If we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe. Sh- He's walking up to a black guy and shining his shoes on a. And this uh, is pretty much. Talk we show. need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on. It really doesn't matter. Oh, so painful, you guys. Oh, I, I just, yeah, I just think that is so, so stupid. Jeez. Okay, so. And, and again, this is the second CEO right after, not even a year after the founder of Chick-fil-A died. Okay. That's where it all died. went downhill. And that's when it went downhill died. because when that owner mm-hmm. was thinking, when he, when they asked the original owner of Chick-fil-A about whether he supported same-sex marriage, he said no. And when they tried to boycott Chick-fil-A, that was like the biggest sale day they ever had in the history of their company. Hmm. But as soon as that founder died, it, you could tell as soon as you go into that restaurant, the whole atmosphere changed. Mm-hmm. It changed completely. I know I'm not supposed to notice these things, um, but Larry Fink is part of the Tiny Hat Club. And he's trying to push degenerate culture on America. Mm-hmm. He's a Rothschild? Uh, tiny Hat. He's a Rothschild? No, he's Jewish. No, well, don't you know who the who the fake Jews are? They're Rothschilds. Yeah, yeah. I don't know you about better, the, You better read your history yeah, really good, buddy. It's the Kazarian buddy. ones. Yeah, yeah I don't know about Jews the Rothschild are people. Part. Yeah, you better read the your Kazarian scripts. You better, know. <laughs> you better learn the truth, brother. Who are you talking about right now? Well, I think the Rothschilds are a distraction from... Oh, yeah. You know, uh, well, they're, they're an easy one to point at, but, you know, I don't, I don't see... Uh, I don't see people from that family, the Rothschild family, trying to push degenerate culture on America. You don't know that they're doing it. You, they're, what, you think they're stupid to do it? In I'm, just, no, I'm just saying do... there's proof right here. So yeah. I can point to this guy and go. This guy's speaking he, for them. He happens to be Jewish. He allowed, he's being allowed to be spoke, let allow, he's being allowed to speak. Well, see, they, they change society by doing it with incrementalism. Mm-hmm. Although these are actually big steps. Their step that they want to get everybody to is LBGTQ plus or whatever. And then once you adopt that and have that for a year or so, then it'll be easy enough to get people to accept pedophilia as just being a syndrome or some such thing. It is a syndrome. No, it isn't. Come on. It's not a disease. Uh, No. mm. Tony, I can go get a surgery and have it cured. (laughs) I don't know that you could do that. So it looks like uh, this is this is coming oh, from Mutt Dog that here. Goes after little kids deserves to get put in prison when throw away the key. As far as I'm concerned, from now on, I'm Loretta. This is Monty mm-hmm. Python's. Jeez, uh, right. yeah. when do you think this was? Seventy. Nineteen seventy. Seventy. Wow. Here we go. I feel that any anti-imperialist group like ours must reflect such a divergence of interest within its power base. Agreed. Francis? Yeah. I think Judith's point of view is very valid, Ray. Provided the movement never forgets 
that it is the inalienable right of every man or woman or woman to rid himself or herself or herself. Agreed. Thank you, brother. Or sister. Or sister. Where was I? It gets annoying. I think you're finished. Oh, right. Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. 1970. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. <laughs> you want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? <laughs> Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, as I'm watching this video, this argument that we're listening to at this moment in our society isn't new. 1970, every point that's being brought up right now has been brought up then. Where did this come from then? Where did they hear it to write it down on the script? What was going on in Great Britain during that time that they saw this and go, wow, let's mock this, let's make fun of this? What was going on during that time? Was there a debate Mm -hmm. in the academia about this at that time? Yeah, it had to be in the culture already for them to make fun of it like that, huh? I mean, but it, it must have been in the fringes mm-hmm. because they were able to make fun of it and our society laughed at it. Like Tony said, though, it's just it's incremental and it's very subtle. But uh, it it definitely feels like it's ramping. You know, it's uh, the accelerationism is, is, is but, full on. But, but see, Hollywood one desperation, of the big, maybe big deals is. They're trying to destroy the culture. Mm-hmm. You do it by destroying history. Alter everything that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Uh, it's his story, not history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, let's let's move on here, guys. We're cruising. Tucker Carlson made it back finally. Uh, I think he's doing this out of Twitter now. What What do you think? Did you guys watch it yet? What do you think his numbers are going to be when the wave calms down? This guy in, in less than two hours has more views mm-hmm. than any of the news networks has in a, in their prime time. Mm-hmm. All right. No problem. No problem. Yep. You're going to make it back? Okay. All right. All right, Tony. Good, Good talking to you. Adios. Uh, bon voyage. Yep. Uh, man, so I guess uh, I guess we shouldn't have uh, brought up the Tucker Carlson clip. That 
that cleared out Tony words real quick. Well, he's man, like, I'm out of here. I don't want to hear any Tucker a, Carlson. Tucker's a very, uh, you know, um, <laughs> striking figure. Did you listen to it? No, I'm okay. excited. I, I it's, did it's, it on purpose. It's really good. It's only 10 minutes long. I have to say that I agree with about 90% of it. And, do, you think this, uh, do you think that this is uh, allowed opposition? Like he's allowed mm-hmm. to go out there because he has quite a history of um, back when he first came in. Now he used to wear the bow tie and everything. And I don't know if I buy that this guy's really part of us. I mm. think that this gentleman is, um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I think they, they, they throw a thousand news anchors at us and they see which one stuck and this guy stuck. Yeah, I mean, there's always that. I just, you know, you you look at what he was talking about. And, you know, we've talked about this before on the show where everything that he talked about is not anything new. It's all stuff that, you know, normal forum members, normal conspiracy-minded people have already talked about and researched and and pretty much came to the conclusion that it's plausible if not happening. What You know, whatever subject you want to pick... So I've always wondered that with Tucker is, you know, he's not telling us anything we don't know, but maybe at the same time, it's not for us. It's for kind of the more normies, you know, the people that aren't really that deep yet. So, you know, I, I think you just go back to like, we've always said that you, uh, you know, that every man is a sinner and is not perfect, but you can't throw out, you know, everything just because you don't, you know, there's some things that are questionable, (laughs) you know, uh, Tate is another. Andrew Tate's a good example. Trump's a good example. You know, these guys are not perfect by any means, but uh, as far as uh, pushing back against uh, the degenerate, uh, the degeneracy that we see, you know, I appreciate it for what it is. So, and then, and then the lies, you know, like um, I think Tucker did a real good job of pointing out, or at least showing us all the fake news because there was at least an alternative viewpoint, even though it could have been controlled, like you're saying, you know, at least he's not just saying exactly what the mainstream media says, which I appreciate. Cause I was, I was listening to, there's a, an interview that he had before he left his first show with John Stewart. Hmm. And that, that where it triggered him, where he kind of changed his, you know, where he wasn't just pretty much talking the talking points. He, he changed there, and I don't know exactly what it was. You know, how they, old is that one? She's it pretty recent, or no? Old? It's quite it's old. old. Okay, if you look it up, you can look up talk faces. Uh, uh, John Stewart, because I I still remember that speech at the uh, I think it was the Heritage Foundation that he gave. We played it on here where you know he's e- equating the evilness in the world and how we need to pray more. We need to, uh, you know. I don't think he says read the Bible, but, you know, those type of uh, statements and observations from someone that is that important and popular, you know, they don't go by me without uh, being appreciative of it. But uh, we'll go through this real quick. It's a long, uh, it's a long breakdown. It's 10 minutes, like I said, but we can stop anytime. And it's really worth it if you... You know, if you're questioning the Ukraine stuff, the only issue I have at the very end here, he gets into the UFO um, subject, but we can talk about that when we get there. 
Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. This morning, it looks like somebody blew up the Kokovka Dam in southern Ukraine. The rushing wall of water wiped out entire villages, destroyed a critical hydropower plant, and as of tonight, puts the largest nuclear reactor in Europe in danger of melting down. So if this was intentional, it was not a military tactic. It was an act of terrorism. The question is, who did it? Well, let's see. The Kokovka Dam was effectively Russian. It was built by the Russian government. It currently sits in Russian-controlled territory. The dam's reservoir supplies water to Crimea, which has been, for the last 240 years, home of the Russian Black Sea Fleet. Blowing up the dam may be bad for Ukraine, but it hurts Russia more. And for precisely that reason, the Ukrainian government has considered destroying it. In December, the Washington Post quoted a Ukrainian general saying his men had fired American-made rockets at the dam's floodgate as a test strike. (laughs) So really, once the facts start coming in, it becomes much less of a mystery what might have happened to the dam. Any fair person would conclude that the Ukrainians probably blew it up, just as you would assume they blew up Nord Stream, the Russian natural gas pipeline, last fall. And in fact, the Ukrainians did do that, as we now know. It's not like Vladimir Putin is anxious to wage war on himself. Oh, but that's where you're wrong, Mr. and Mrs. Cable News consumer. Vladimir Putin is exactly that sort of man, the sort of man who'd shoot himself to death in order to... So I don't know if you've noticed, uh, watch this next couple minutes and how he does this, where he, he breaks down the facts, but he presents it very sarcastically because he's basically saying, oh, you know, Putin's the, exactly the crazy type of guy that would do this. You know, and he's, he's basically being super sarcastic. Yeah, I can hear it. I like it. Annoying. I like this angle. We know this from the American media, which wasted no time this morning in accusing the Russians of sabotaging their own infrastructure. Bill Kristol, the man who once told us that Saddam Hussein was responsible for 9-11, immediately denounced Putin as a war criminal and even more savagely compared him to Donald Trump. The rest of the pundit class made similar, clearly coordinated noises. Putin did it! Putin did it! And their reasoning was simple. Putin is evil, and evil people do evil things purely for the dark joy of being evil. Oh, yeah. Uh In this specific case, Putin attacked himself, which is the most evil thing you can do, and therefore perfectly in character for a man that evil. That was their explanation. (laughs) No one who's paid to cover these things seemed to entertain even the possibility it could have been the Ukrainians who did it. No chance of that. Ukraine, as you may have heard, is led by a man called Zelensky. Check this out. And we can say for a dead certain fact that he was not involved. He couldn't have been. (coughs) Zelensky is too decent for terrorism. (laughs) Now, you see him on television. It's true you might form a different impression. Sweaty and rat-like. A comedian turned oligarch. A persecutor of Christians a friend of BlackRock. Mm. But don't believe your own eyes. Actually, Mr. Zelensky is a very good man. The best, really. As George W. Bush once noted, he is our generation's Winston Churchill. Of all the people in the world, our shifty, dead-eyed Ukrainian friend in the tracksuit is uniquely incapable of blowing up a dam. He's literally a living saint, a man in whom there is no sin. That's why Lindsey Graham is so attracted to him. They're just two good people hanging out together and being good. And like all good people, when they meet in person, they spend a lot of time talking about killing people. Look at these assholes. Watch these assholes. Here's the pair last week. Watch this. Free or die. Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. 
The best money we've ever spent. That is just, Does that sound Russian, bro? He looks like a that demon. That sounds creepy. Like, what do you mean the best money we've ever spent? What the? Dude, he it's looks. like you went and bought a, a hitman and they did the dirty work for our country. Like, like, look, at you can't even see his eyes. Like, you can't. He looks like a, he's possessed, like he's a demon. Yeah. You can't see eyeballs in this guy. And this is Lindsey Graham. Ugh. Yep. Ever spent. Thank you so much. No, it's... The Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent, Graham says. A smile spreads across his thin, quivering lips as he forms the words. He looks like a starving man contemplating a breakfast buffet. The aroma of death has aroused Lindsey Graham. Thanks so much, replies Zelensky. He feels the same way. See, there's nothing dark here. Just two middle-aged guys celebrating the killing of a population. They don't seem like the kind of people who'd enjoy flooding villages or starting a famine. And in any case, who cares if they are? It's really not your business. Your job is to support Ukraine. Watch Nikki Haley, a Republican candidate for president, explain this principle on CNN. A win for Ukraine? is a win for all of us. And for them to sit there and say that this is a territorial dispute, that's just not the case. To say that we should stay neutral, it is in the best interest of America. It's in the best interest of our national security for Ukraine to win. We have to see this through. We have to finish it. See? It's very easy to we understand. We have to see it through. We have it to finish it. It ain't our war. For you to support Ukraine because I it's never the- heard Ukraine say the their prime minister say to, about our country when we were in Iraq and this storm. That's our war, and we all have to. What is this? Yeah, that's that's the neocon, uh, the Rhino Republicans. You know, that's their their thing is killing killing people with uh, with our American weapons. You know, I, I listened, I actually have it queued up if we want to listen to it later, but Jimmy Dore um, has got a new comedy. A little uh, short is stand-up? Yeah, it's special? like COVID, yeah. COVID funny stuff. But he gets into, uh, they get into the Ukraine uh, stuff, and he brings up, and it's something that we've we've hit on, but we, I don't think is, is um, pointed out enough is that, the main thing that I think all this, you know, there's a lot of things going on, obviously, but the, one of the biggest ones was uh, we were deathly afraid of Germany and Russia getting even closer together because literally those two countries alone could probably, they probably could challenge the U S when it comes to um, international trade, you know, uh, you know, all these, the technical services that the Russians provide with rocketry and all the vast resources with Germans, um, you know, their mechanized kind of uh, automation. Uh, and then when you look at the Nord Stream pipeline and how that was a pipeline that went directly from Russia to Germany, you know, it, it, you know, and you, I think back on... Um, uh, then the Germans laughing at Trump when he went over there and they were talking about, he's basically saying, telling the Germans, you know, Russia is not, you know, you're not supposed to be buddying up with Russia if you're in NATO. You know, what are you guys doing? You know, we're giving you money to defend against uh, the eastern, the you know, the eastern flank 
of Russia over there, and yet you're doing business with them more than anybody. I don't know. It, you know, there's obviously lots of other things going on with the you know child trafficking and the bio labs and the Hunter Biden crap in Ukraine, but you know uh, that seems a lot more important. You know, to me, at least for like the, say the globalists out there is, is this uh, unification of Germany and Russia. But it's interesting, as you're saying, with the um, the numerous amount of evidence that's starting to climb about the sex trafficking trades and all the countries that are involved in it. And there's a lot of evidence coming out about Ukraine being one of the bigger major players in that uh, trade. Yes, human sex- trafficking. Yep. Sex slave, pretty much, what mm-hmm. they've been doing. What do you think? Do you, all this all in one? I mean, did the sex trades have to be in hand with all these elitists, with all these people who are supposedly above the law or above us? And, again, as Tony was saying earlier, we're just a number to them. We're just nothing to these people. We They can get they, – they can buy us and sell us Mm-hmm. Anytime they want, we're like livestock. That's them. all we are to yeah. them. I mean, it, it has to be you. You to, to to think that you're that special, you're a chosen person. That's why you have because to them, their security is their wealth. Their security is their position. Who they know, that's what they count as their security. This is why they are so strong because they have this and this and that. That's what they depend on. But it, it's just. When, when we we go back to what we were talking about about these companies who are right at this moment losing their shirt, what is it doing to the ideology? Then, the ones who are pushing this, is it affecting it? Is it going to push it back? I'm going way too far with this right now. That's okay. We'll keep going here. Necessary for Ukraine to be supported by you. Your support is mandatory until it's finished, whatever it is, and whatever that means. So shut up and support Ukraine or else you're in trouble. Back when they still taught logic, statements like this were known as tautologies. Something is true because it is. The more you repeat it, the truer it becomes. It's a self-reinforcing reality. There was a time when tautologies were considered illegitimate arguments, not to mention hilariously stupid. Only dumb people talk like that. Now everybody in power talks like that. Diversity is our strength. Trans women are women. Zelensky is Churchill. It's all self-evidently true. Doesn't need an explanation and yes. don't ask questions. That's Sound propaganda. Familiar? Of course it does. That's the pap they're serving us day after day in steaming lumpy portions. By this point, it's possible that American citizens are the least informed people in the world. Your average yak herder in Tajikistan knows who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Mm-hmm. It's obvious Does he think some skinny dude in a dress is actually a girl? (laughs) Come on. Mm -hmm. That idea would never... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. It's true, though. ...occur to him. You've got to be lied to at full volume over a period of years in order to reach conclusions like that. And And we still wouldn't wake up. have been. The media lie. They do. But mostly they just ignore the stories that matter. There you go. What's happened to the hundreds of billions of U.S. dollars we've sent to Ukraine? No clue. Who organized those BLM riots three years ago? No one's gotten to the bottom of that. Mm -hmm. What exactly happened on 9-11? Well, it's still classified. 
How did Jeffrey Epstein make all that money? How did he die? How about JFK? And so endlessly on. Not only are the media not interested in any of this, they are actively hostile to anybody who is. In journalism, curiosity is the gravest crime. (laughs) Yesterday, for example, a former Air Force officer who worked for years in military intelligence came forward as a whistleblower to reveal that the U.S. government has physical evidence of crashed non-human-made aircraft, as well as the bodies of the pilots who flew those aircraft. The Pentagon has spent decades studying these otherworldly remains in order to build more technologically advanced weapons systems. Okay, that's what the former intel officer revealed, and it was clear he was telling the truth. In other words, UFOs are actually real, and apparently so is extraterrestrial life. Now we know. In a normal country, this news would qualify as a bombshell, the story of the millennium. But in our country, it doesn't. Hold on. The stop, whistleblower- stop, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop, stop. Two minutes ago, what was that word he used about speaking it to truth? And that how this, it, you speak it enough times. I forgot what the word he just used. It was con and, something or no? And, and out of that either. same mouth now comes in. A whistleblower came out, started talking about the about aliens and started speaking about this, and now this is true. So this is now what I question about Tucker. Mm-hmm. Is he's criticizing on one side of the mouth about exactly what he just is starting to talk about. He's doing the same thing. Great. Where are they? Where are the spacecraft? Where are the aliens? Where are all these things that you guys want to talk to about? Where are they at? It, 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 yeah, again, this, this guy could talk. This the was, whistleblower can come and say anything he wants. I'm just saying, where mm-hmm. are they at? This, this is obviously, I don't know if anybody caught that, but up to this point, I'm 100% on board with Tucker until he gets into the UFO stuff. And what's really weird to me is that, you know, I'm the biggest conspiracy theorist that I know by far than anybody. And I don't buy the UFO thing. It's really weird, isn't it? Isn't, doesn't, isn't that like the weirdest conundrum where I should be the one that's believing that there are UFOs and crash craft and, but I don't believe that. I don't, for some reason I just, you know, and I don't know. I, I think it's part, partly to do with my faith and knowing that if, you know, if they can somehow convince the populace that there are UFOs out there, that that will, that's another, another way to diminish Jesus Christ and faith. And again, you know? to and, allow and like this that. conversation <laughs> to come in and then to be promote this idea of aliens to be then promoted as being factual, mm-hmm. being right. Whistle and blowers. if you argue yeah. against it, you're the crazy one. And these all outrageous ideas now are being attempted to be spoken to truth, Mm -hmm. right? A man can have a baby, Mm. right? This Dylan Mulvaney, if people don't see that this guy's a con artist, when he comes out, he's had the face surgery. He hasn't had the sex transition at all. Now proclaims that he's a lesbian and likes women. Huh. You mean a man loves women? 
But no, but since he's a trans woman, he's a lesbian that loves women. Isn't a coincidence now? Mm-hmm. And no one's waking up and going, what? This guy's a con artist. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know. To clarify, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how you're going to react to this, but to clarify, for my stance at least on all this, is that as long as you're not trying to uh, overtake a female sport as a man, saying you're a woman, or you're trying to groom children into your lifestyle of degeneracy, is as long as it's like an adult doing their thing like this Mulvaney guy I almost I don't I don't hate him or think he's even I mean he's sinning but like as far as you know I'm a sinner too so like I that's where I do have to draw I'm starting to draw more of a distinction I'll call the sin out in so an are, adult are, so are it's, we it's the children and the women that that I want to so why protect, are we you with know? that attitude what you're saying I understand what you're mm-hmm. saying so why are we surprised that th- that this behavior, drag shows and all that, are being permitted now. Because little by little, as Tony the Word was saying earlier, little by little, they've been just... Mm-hmm. When they were arguing about gay marriage, they said all that they were going to go after our kids and everything that we're talking about at this moment that's going on was predicted in 1996 that this would happen. And they looked at us, at the ones who were fighting against the gay marriage, they looked at us like we were crazy. Mm-hmm. That this was not going to happen. They're not going to go after your kids. They're not going to over-sexualize your kids. All this stuff. But it happened exactly as we said it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exactly, word for word. So, I, I don't understand what what is... I don't know, brother man. I'm... It's starting to get just too. It's like they're not going to. They're like Tucker Carlson said. They're going to continue to bring it on to us as because now if you talk about well, I don't agree with gay marriage. They look at you like you're you're a guy from you're a Neanderthal. Mm -hmm. You're a caveman. What are you talking about? So yeah, but uh, those are those are people that are completely living in this world. You know, or they're just, you know, like we were talking about earlier, they're they're Christians that are being allowed to be pushed around because, you know, Christians in general are are forgiving and, you know, accepting. So, you know, these the evil side knows that they can push well, hard, you, you know, and, and, and we'll seed ground. Most Christians will seed ground on that kind of stuff. But well, it, 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 that's the thing. They take advantage of a Christian. When he comes to repentance, and he's there with a loving heart, and if you're if you're one of those that was just a bad person, and God opened up your eyes and you were able to repent, that that's what they're. I'm not going to that when you're in that moment, you think anyone has that opportunity, and you lovingly give them that opportunity, but there's others who look at it and this is they look at you as being weak. And it's their open opportunity to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And then when because of that, they look at us as being weak people. But our faith at the end is that the one who's going to pay back for this is God. Yeah. But I think that that's what it is. 
and they take advantage of us because we were forgiven. Other people should receive the same opportunity. And you know what's interesting, Hollywood? They bring in, they, they're they saying this, and then afterwards they'll tell you, oh, it's just satire. It was just mocking. We're making fun of it. it we're, just, we're making fun of the conservatives who say this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. That's what they uh, will say this, and then later on, which is just a cheap shot. But, yep. Again. Conspiracy theorists are proven right again. Again. So now... How come they're not going to retirement homes and reading books to them, to old people? Have you ever seen one of those? You know what's so sad, Hollywood? I bet you that there probably would be a retirement home that would accept it. I'm just saying. I just, I wish I could see that instead of just seeing all age shows. Not only that, man. they're all kids. The schools. But then, what do you think? Do you think there's really a momentum on our on the the intelligence side, I guess, that these boycotts and these matters? Do you really believe that this is it? it, it are we are waters or a movement being? Is this movement being pushed back? Meaning the pride movement? Is it actually being pushed back? If if these companies who all they're all about making money and they're not making money. Are they going to push it back? Are they going to allow it to what's going to happen? Because secretly, they're still going to invest in these companies. But mm-hmm. as soon as there's no money, like again, like BLM, there's no more money for it. There's no more virtue signaling for them. The companies have already, they used them. Mm-hmm. That's why the LGBTQ thing used Black, Ma- Black Lives Matter movement to piggyback on them. And now that after the this LGBT movement now has legs... They pretty much pushed aside BLM and goes, you know, we don't need you no more. Now we're here on ourselves. They did, and they they kind of co-opted the that. Oh yeah, you notice that where oh, they're yeah. they're using that as like we're all victims, we're all persecuted, we're all in the same boat. People, it, you know, and it's the same thing as the Gladys it, Initiative did with the 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 Muslim the Care, which is the the Islamic centers, whatever. And during the the nine eleven, during the tower that went down. At one time, they were aligned together on that same base where, you know, we're hated. We're, we're, we're minority groups. Yeah, it makes sense to me because during Black Lives Matter, the summer of love over there, uh, predominantly, I would say 50%, if not even more, were Antifa types. They weren't Black Lives Matter. They weren't black people. They were, you know, white Antifa types and we've covered it enough on this show uh, to show that, you know, anytime you go to a counter protest uh, and Antifa shows up every single time, <laughs> like without fail, the leader of the Antifa group is a 
trans dude every yeah. time and they're really aggressive they're they're violent you know they, they'll literally like start assaulting you if you don't but uh, but it, it's interesting because i've back seen off. many videos like that when that aggressive transgender does that but when the person that they're attacking all of a sudden get on their two feet and start fighting back then the police jumps in and mm-hmm. separates it yeah and they will not allow us because I'm telling you, all it takes is just to mop the floor with one of those transgenders, and they're going to stop fighting. But at this moment, they're entitled because they're protected, just like the yeah. people who protect who did you protest see that, the streets. Uh, did you see the Armenian thing out in, I think it was Glendale, uh, California there, that they were they were having, a, I think it was a, a reading, uh, some sort of pride reading at the school, and I... I think I guess Glendale in that area it's a bunch of Armenians Christians and, yes, and they're right. they're one of the first Christian nations right they're Ar- one of Armenia. the proudest that they argue uh, and you know there there was scuffles there's lots of stuff going on it was it's pretty but they interesting. took down the flag didn't they in that school in Glendale I I don't know exactly what the end of it was but I did notice something specific when you're when you're watching these there's hundreds of anti-grooming, you know, anti-putting-this-in-your-schools uh, people, and there's 10 trans activists on the other side. And you're just kind of going, this reminded me a lot of, you know, the election stuff where, you know, you'd go to these, they're just gaslighting us constantly where they're saying, oh, you know, uh, Hillary's doing awesome or whatever, and then you see her her rally and there's, you know, she can't even fill a high school gym, and then... and where it was very, it basically made me think of all that, you know, all that stuff that has transpired in the last three or four years, geez, five, six years, where, you know, the whole don't believe your lying eyes kind of crap, you know, like we're seeing it on video that your movement is crap and that the other movement is, you know, pick it too. It could be anything. But it's, and they no. just, just turf, you know, astroturf us and lie to us. But then you have companies like ES like BlackRock or any other marketing group that have bought in and they use these fake numbers, it'll tell you the LGBT population are about 9 to 10% of our population in our country. But it's interesting because when you look at our government statistics in all reality, they don't even make up 1% of our population. So now all of a sudden you have these big mega companies are willing to risk their whole reputation of their companies for 1% of the market share. They're going to alienate 99% of their market. They don't believe they say, see, that's the thing. What I believe that, that this whole, you know, gay marriage thing that we would just accept it, these advertisement corporations goes in and look, our society is accepting this. We need to advertise in this. This will help you grow sales by 10%, 15 and all these people who support them, they'll buy it and they'll support it and it'll make out your sales. But then when it doesn't work out and not making their sales, what is it? I mean, if I was a business and I tried this and it didn't work, I'm not going to come back the second year and try it again. I need to make money for my business. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh... I mean, if, if there wasn't an ESG element going on, then, you know, everything you're saying is 
makes complete sense. I just see, you know, the the board, the boardroom is really what's controlling these corporations. You know, they're the ones that vote on things. They're the ones, you know, so it's when you have that top down, that ability to economically top down uh, control and change. You know, I mean, they did it with the uh, gas companies. Remember, we talked about the boardrooms and these these gas companies where their their whole, you know, for 100 years, their whole profit was oil. And for some reason, their board got them to switch from oil to renewable resources. Well, you know that which is just completely detrimental yeah, to their uh, yeah. the, everything that they've they've built. It's but uh, I mean that right there shows you they've been you know they've been they've perfected this process, uh, and now they have an actual you know a, a score like a I don't know what you call that like a a rating that they can put because that that's what I think I think you're on when you brought up that um, how they'll short certain companies that I think that's what they're doing to the companies that don't play ball with this stuff. With this, If you have a, like a really low ESG rating, those are the companies that they're going to stop buying your stock and probably start shorting your stock. And as a company, you can survive not having the same sales or same business, but if they short your stock, you could literally lose the whole, the whole company could go under well, on wait, something wait, like that. You're, so, you're like, yeah. so they're, you know, is unfortunately, you know, it's not right, but you know, you, you could almost see how they're coming to this conclusion. I could almost see it. Well, it, it has. It, anyway, scary man. It yeah. It, well, because my 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 thinking is to just add one more to this. Mm-hmm. Disney. They they bought into it when their movies aren't making money. The directors, the star, the students will say, races, races, bigots, races, bigots, races, yeah. bigots, races. <laughs> yeah. But when, they but blame when you're them. using that word races and bigot, no longer is working. You're not making money. They'll, but they'll say, no, we got, like you had BlackRock, we got to change the thinking of the people. But these movies are flopping. But Disney and their backers are like, no, no, no. If we just put out one more movie, guys, it's going to change the world thinking about this stuff. But again, flop. They come up with another one. Oh, it's just, they're all racist. Flop. Eventually, what do you do? It, I, I, it I, is hilarious that they blame racism because their movie didn't do well. Yes. <laughs> like, really, dude? <laughs> you guys, not, not, you guys not, have been smelling your own shit but, for but way too long. But not only that, but you... Okay, you see that movie with with the Little Smelt. Mermaid? People talk about how the cinema, the uh, the cinema, cinema graphics, the photo, the way they direct them is horrible. But Disney's not saying, "Oh, our production was horrible." Our direct, the, the one who we picked to put the director, our music choice was horrible. No, 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 no. It was because you were racist, and that's why you don't. So what? Now any movie that Disney puts out, we all just have to automatically go and watch it. Isn't see mm-hmm. that's what I mean to prove they we're expect, not racist. They expect we to. that just we well, you. <laughs> it's, it's just again these board members. It goes we're Disney, and that's why they're going to go watch our movies because we're Disney. Well, that's how stupid you guys are. Then my bladder is weak. Um, do you got anything to carry the show for a minute or two, or do Dude, you want I'm me? I'm OG to... Mutt Dog. I can carry the show on. Right. Let me turn you one up. hand behind my back, and right. I don't, don't need no if, stinking Hollywood here. 
I, I got. I'm. I am not here. responsible for anything goodness, after this point, goodness. you guys. So I'll and be right back. Exposed. Signed letters by President Trump revealed he declassified docs on Obama regime spying on him the day before he left office. Explains why they raided Mar-a-Lago. Confirms our previous reporting. What happens is D.C. drained on Wednesday morning tweeted out a signed letter by President Trump dated January 19, 2021. This was the day before President Trump left office, the presidential letter disclassified all the crossfire hurricane documents that prove Barack Obama, James Comey, John Barron, James Clapper, the FBI, CIA State Department, the date the deep state spied on him and knew the Trump-Russia collusion was a scam. Uh, this was a devastating news for the Biden administration. So, that's exactly what they were going after at Mar-a-Lago. The, this, these paper, these uh, documents that proved again that, well, Obama and um, who I already named you guys. I'm sorry, Obama and 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 all the rest of the people did do this. What I'm reading right now, in Hollywood, is exposed signed letter by President Trump reveals he this. Declassified docs on Obama regime spying on him the day before he left office, explaining why they raided Mar-a-Lago confirms our previous reporting. Yep, that's uh, I have heard that through some forums that they were trying to secure the documents that uh, prove that they were spying. That's well, what. That's the whole reason they went into Mar-a-Lago. Because he uh, was pre- at that could right? be. That could be the whole reason. Remember how right after Mar-a-Lago, oh, Biden has some. Oh, Pence has some. So they're probably running to all these places going, hey, give us everything just in case something, you know, in case they took something. Because if you're spying on someone, say you're you're the Bidens or whatever, and you're spying on someone and there's proof, there's like actual copies proof, you're going to probably want to declassify that and take that with you out of the White House so no one else could see it, you know? Bro. President Nixon had to resign from his office for something similar to that on spying at a, at, at a political rival. Same thing, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Durham uh, report was uh, kind of glossed over by our, obviously, our media. They don't want to talk about all this, but um, Kind of fits in with what you're saying with the cross. That's crossfire hurricane is what you're talking about, yeah. where they were spying um, on acquaintances of Trump too. It wasn't just Trump; they were spying on everybody that Trump was contacting. But the Durham report on May fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three, finally finished a three hundred six-page report. Durham said a full investigation should not have been opened by the FBI in July two thousand sixteen, but rather only a preliminary investigation the report concluded the fbi had showed confirmation bias and a serious lack of analytical rigor which is very close to lying toward the information they received especially information the fbi received from politically affiliated persons and entities it did not find political motivation or a deep state plot interesting that's funny how they have to actually say that There was significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by Trump's political opponents. 
which would be Obama, Hillary, and the Bidens. The report extensively discusses Clinton plan intelligence stolen from Russian intelligence that alleged the Clinton campaign was involved in a plot against Trump. The Durham acknowledged it might be fabricated. (laughs) Dude, he's talk about lawyer speak here. Durham recommended that the FBI create a position for an FBI agent or lawyer to provide oversight of politically sensitive investigations. I did not know that. He recommends, it sounds like they're going to make the, uh, I don't know how they're going to make the FBI not political. That's pretty much impossible. Bro, but right now you see Congress is demanding paper from them and documents. They're refusing to give up. What is this, bro? How is it that our our government can't just say, okay, that's enough FBI. We're closing your doors now. They're a rogue agency. They are. They are. It's da- they're dangerous. It's like um, that's a danger to our our election system. It's a danger to everything. The political, the mechanisms that make the you know the politics actually function have been all uh, politicized at the FBI to the point where we got this type of reporting from uh, Salty Cracker here. Uh, Rep. Anna Pauline Luna, which she's turning out to be a pretty good. Uh, representative if you ask me she's the one i if i'm not mistaken she switched from being a democrat to being an independent just recently yeah she says that the the biden the fbi biden informant that has all the goods on the biden family will be killed if unmasked oh you think the body you think the clinton body count is high you think the clinton body count is high i mean have you ever met a lady who had so many friends die? I'm just saying. Uh, don't don't forget uh, suicided uh, with no, 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 two no. shots they, to they the died. head. They died, brother. They were they had, you know they they met uh, anyways. Formant on this most legitimate family of all times. The FBI is like, yeah, we can't unmask him. Well, why the hell not? Well, because he'll be killed. I'm 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 sorry. Why will he Why will he be killed? Does he have the colonel's secret recipe? Does, I hope so, dude. Does, does he have the secret Pepsi recipe? Hey, Why would hey. he be killed? This is, this is not weird at all. This is just bizarre that people are pretending like this is normal. So the other day, you had this website that was hosting 10,000-plus Hunter Biden laptop picks. Well, the hosting service for that website shut them down. Why'd they shut them down? Well, because of kid porn. Those are just picks from Hunter Biden's. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Don't, don't look at it. I don't Yeah, but there's kid porn. So shouldn't we arrest Hunter Biden for the. Listen, so we're not going to arrest Hunter Biden for lying on a federal form about buying a firearm. And we're not going to arrest him for all of the coke and the. You have dudes on YouTube who are doing car videos where they're racing each other. And they're now blurring out their speedometer because the police are watching the YouTube videos going, that's a crime, and then arresting them. Because, you know, they're street racing. All right. <laughs> that's fucking stupid. But uh, this dude's doing cocaine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dude doing meth and banging whores that were trafficked to this country from... Run- no, no, no. But arrest the dude who was doing fucking racing? 
Why he's on the phone calling well, your daddy to send, wire him the money to pay for the whore? We played that one. Dude, you imagine sitting on the table mm-hmm. waiting there for your daddy to, wi- to wire money that you can pay for your hooker? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's real, man. They're going, oh, yeah, well, this guy wants to blow the whistle on the Bidens, and he's a whistleblower, and we can't unmask him. This is not like the, the other ones, by the way, where you couldn't say Eric Caramello's name on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook because they would suspend you because he's a whistleblower. we got to protect all whistleblowers. No, they're saying, well, we can't unmask this one because somebody will fucking kill him. Well, who's that some? <laughs> I mean, who's that someone? Quote, just left meeting at House Oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked, based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family, Luna wrote. Okay, well, I don't need Marjorie Taylor Greene anymore. That chick uh, looking a little swampish lately. This chick is fire. <laughs> I'll take some of this over here. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, sleeping on the couch again tonight. So <laughs> but boy- She's... She's uh, pretty, too, this Luna uh, representative. But, uh, I mean, that just goes to, like, what we're talking about, where, you know, even if you wanted to clean up the FBI at this point, and there there is and there are lots of whistleblowers that want to do that, but this is where we're at. So that gets back to your thing of, like, why isn't it just immediately, okay, we're defunding. We're going to start with 50% defunding of the FBI. Well, and then we'll what, we'll what did, and then we'll we'll carry on from that point and keep defunding. But what did Patrick David said when he compared Trump? So it makes sense, right? When you compare Trump to John F. Kennedy, and you see what John F. Kennedy was doing, and you heard this president saying the same thing that these intelligence agencies are just way out of hand. They're too large to control. They're they're in every single business. I mean, even our show got affected by them. And we're just this little bleep in the in the podcast scheme in the world. But it's interesting to me. Interesting to me that a country that we have supposedly check and balances and none of the checks are allowed to be implemented. Well, the the checks are being implemented, but it's not for justice. But, <laughs> not for us, yeah. But this had to have been, a, again, this had to be such a long planned coup because the people who are in positions of authority all seem to be in lockstep with our current administration, meaning all hands on deck. We're going to do whatever we have to do to, who knows, continue this disrupt this corruption. Who? How many people are getting paid, bro? How many people are being bought off to just continue this discussion and never never implement any of our laws well i i remember um i remember those fbi agents uh the lovebirds uh stork oh that couple yes and the what's her name uh, nothing happened to now them. i can't remember but they were they were clearly and bragging that they are not going to allow trump to get anywhere near the Office. The FBI the director office. prior to this guy said the same thing. Mm-hmm. That they didn't care if they had to lie, sheet, and kill as long mm-hmm. as that man didn't become president. And I remember also uh, the, what was his name? Comer. 
So he was the Dominion election systems. Uh, I don't know if he was the CEO or the, the, he was like basically the main, main guy at Dominion. And he's on a zoom call saying that he has, he's made, he, Trump was not going to win. He's made sure of it. Yeah. And, And that was the Dominion guy that eventually, I know he ended up suing like everybody that talked about him, but during his whole process of suing everybody that said any of that kind of stuff or posted it, he got a DUI. And I, if I'm not mistaken, there was like, there was all kinds of other, um, criminal uh allegations towards him but uh there was you know there was a video of him getting a DUI I know that uh well and this dude, was after the election I've got a, a a quick I don't know if you've heard um Robert Kennedy was on Mike Tyson's hot box and YouTube took down that whole interview Robert Kennedy actually spoke about his father being murdered at the Roosevelt Hotel here in Los Angeles hmm. and talked about how his about there was a two gun theory there and where it was actually one of the bodyguards that killed and shot Robert Kennedy and not Sarah or whatever his name was, the one that was proclaimed because they said he was shooting up in the air. Anyway, so he was pretty much spewing the 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 report that he read about his father died death said he didn't read it for years and years because he didn't want to read about his father's death. Finally, they made him read it, and all the dude. He was pretty much. I only saw a three minute video on Twitter about it, but they actually edited that whole interview with Mike Tyson and took it off and disposed it. You can't find it right now. Look at hmm. look up right now on YouTube. Um, Robert Kennedy and Mike Tyson hotbox. Yeah, they they do that. They take stuff away, man. But who's in power now Go to that is afraid that something that happened 50, 60 years ago still come up? What are they hiding? What what is being what's in play at this moment that they're afraid it's going to unravel if all this comes out? It's the same people in power, the same CIA, the same FBI agency. What's going on? Mm. Probably, probably, you know, I don't know. You know, we didn't, uh, we didn't dig into the child trafficking um, stuff too much with Ukraine, but you sometimes wonder if, you know, because you keep, you keep kind of pushing on this, like, why are they doing this? Um, you know, what are they getting out of it? You know, why are they continuing to lie and not tell us the truth on stuff that's 50 years old? And, um, you know, I go back to that, uh, you know, the ball, ball worship stuff, you know, where it's Mm. child sacrifice, child, uh, you know, they're can, you know, cannibalizing children, male sex prostitutes, male temple prostitutes. I don't even know if that's an, uh, scandalous enough though you know what i mean like it's got to be you know what i mean though like the homosexuality used to work for black male reasons but i think you know nowadays it's uh it's pretty scary because i don't even know if pedophilia would get you you know canceled or whatever because they can hide that kind of stuff but what they really want is that uh blessing whatever you want to call it 
that uh, advantage that they get from the adrenochrome crap. You know, I wonder, because like, say, if, say you're a rich and powerful dude and, and you're in charge of holding back information, right? And people are like, what, why? You got 50, you know, it's been 50 years, just release the information. He goes, well, if I release the information, I won't get my adrenochrome, which means I'll like start aging very rapidly. And, you know, who knows what kind of weird stuff that, uh, who know, who, that who, does for you. I don't know. Who knows what the enemy is promising these people in exchange for their mm-hmm. services, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what they're worried about is staying youth or staying alive, we, the one thing that we that was that very obvious it. during this last lockdown and the COVID is that people really don't believe that there's life after death. They really believe this is it. Or they know that the life that they're living is an antichrist life. And they know what's going to end up when that time comes. But it's interesting to me, brother man, how this ideology can come out and there's they really believe there's no repercussion for it. There's no, no one is going to come out and deal with them for what they're doing, seeking out, lusting after these pleasures of, on, of this world. They really don't. Well, I, and they make us believe, of us believers, that they'll, they'll never see justice. That's what they're trying to make us believe that they'll never will see it because, you know, there is no God they proclaim. Well, I mean, if, if we're talking, if we're talking about the, the adrenochrome people, they do believe there's a God. Not, okay. Not, not Jesus. (laughs) Definitely. They're Christ, obviously. And and I think they're doing it. They think they're getting something out of doing that. So to them, I don't know. It's uh, this, this article or this story came out here. Uh, Mel Gibson uh, about to expose all the pedophiles in a four-part series. Um, it's already in uh, post-production, so it's already been recorded and done. It's done. Now they're just processing it. And, you know, it should be interesting to see if, you know, we get a, a barrage of, you know, Mel Gibson's anti-Semite, whatever, that kind of stuff. How, how is it that this guy all of a sudden came bounced back? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought his career was over. His ranting about anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. his, but then he comes out with the Passion of the Christ. He comes out with all these. I mean, this guy has redeemed his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, who allowed it? The small hat people. Well, I mean, I don't know if uh, it'd be interesting to see the timing on when that recorded call came out where he was talking to all the anti-Semitic stuff. And I don't think it was even he that was bad. He was pulled over as a drunk driver yeah, and in he was Los just Angeles somewhere. And he talking was just, about his wife, right? Or something. No, he was talking about the, the same thing kind of what Kanye West was talking about. But I'm just curious the timing of that, when that took place, to what was he working on or what did he just do? You know what I mean? Because if, if he just put out the Passion of the Christ. No, I don't think he was even on that. Okay. I, I think it was prior to that. Hmm. So we'll see here. Uh, this is on Redacted. They're talking about Mel Gibson and the uh, child trafficking, but they get into the CIA guy that uh, fits into what we're saying here. So this is happening in the United States. The United States, the biggest purveyor of this, one of the biggest purveyors of this. Uh, here is former CIA, a former CIA agent explaining exactly how all of this works 
and why it's so profitable and basically untraceable. Uh, these children are not just kidnapped and in some cases bred by families as a cash crop. We have people in the United States of America that breed children in order to sell them. And when they are sold, they come without birth certificates, which means it's easier to kill them and have no one ask where they are. We're also importing children by the plane load. Again, children who have no documentation. It's not just child slavery or child sex abuse. It's also child torture because you have adrenalized blood. You, you have the, the whole blood drinking ceremony of the satanic yes. world. And then you have ritual ceremonies and ritual murder. Uh, as well as incidental murder. The other working assumption is how long do these children survive within this system? What I am hearing from the witnesses that I've talked to is two years. Dang. It may be longer. It may be four years. It may be six years. But by and large, these children are so abused. I mean, we're talking rapes by the hour and so forth that they reach their expiration date. Uh, within two years and then they're murdered with impunity or they're ritually murdered if that's what they've been bred for what Jeez. so you know you you can you know stay stay with your head in the sand and not acknowledge that there is this I, I, this type of evil in the world but it it's there and we know what 60 68,000 kids go missing in just america every year and what officials are allowing it? What of, how many officials that are currently in in positions to turn the other cheek, not having to report? Him, how many are either by force com- participating in this or openly, you know, them assigned? But it, it, I, I I really do believe this, brother man. I. Without a doubt, we've been watching these young people coming over the border, being loaded onto airplanes, being sent to places that no one knows where they're at. Mm-hmm. I, for a country who's supposed to be so caring about children, there's no reports where they're at. They're going to say, well, the reason we're not reporting because we're going to have protesters and all these crazy right-wingers are going to be in there, but any normal person would like to know where are you taking these kids at where what are you doing with them but this video what we're seeing explains a lot of it really mm-hmm. why so would they, why why would they want as we were hearing earlier why would they want a paper trail and imagine your whole life you're grown up you're born and you're taught that that's all you are you're here basically to be enslaved. That's what they're saying. They're grooming them to. Oh, you wouldn't even know any different. No. If that's all you knew. Mm-hmm. It's like we all talk about the different households that we grew up in. Until you start talking to other people from other households, you think your house, your household could be crazy. But you think it's normal because that's all you know. That's I'll never, all you know. I'll never forget that. um no, I can't remember his name. God Syod or something like that. God Sod. But it was, uh, oh, I'm getting it wrong, but it was, uh, they they busted this uh, spiritual healer. I think he was in Brazil or something. 
uh, Oprah Winfrey actually went down there and did a, a, a whole show on this guy because he was like supposedly uh, um, like healing people and all this stuff. And he was like supposed to be this big guy. And they've basically found that in the basement they had chicks chained to beds and they were just pumping babies out, you know, just literally like pumping out kids. And then those kids would become, you know, the next sex slaves. And it was, uh, and I'm sure they were selling but see, them. But, that's, but that has to be a perverted mind. Cause all the planning there, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get this I, child. We're going to breed her. Like she's just this person. Cause there has to yeah, be this I, person who thinks they're superior to that person. And they have the full right to use them as they wish. And they're going to continue with this chain. Maybe that's why you don't hear so many people speak out about it. Because if you're programmed that that's all there is. I I, I think he was told to do that kind of stuff. Like he was, that was a setup. They, they basically allowed that to happen. But you have, just like the Epstein stuff. But you've seen it, but it isn't just Epstein. You also have. In Great Britain, you have um, yep. uh, the Muslim community where they have groomers, where they're also grooming their children to whatever it is. Yep. Say, pretty much the same act as sex, as what they're doing with them as with sex trafficking, but they're grooming their own children to fit in whatever, and it's being allowed. And in Great Britain, they you they say, well, it's a minority, it's the religious mm-hmm. faith, it's what you have to... And they're coming in under that cloak. And, and yeah. at this moment, with what we're hearing right now, how many, again. Sexual stuff's really bad, obviously, that kind of raping and all that crap. But, like, when you take it to the level of adrenalizing the blood and then withdraw, extracting it and then injecting it, I mean, this is a whole different level of evil. If you ask me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, and the this whole ritual thing is. Whew. And it hopes to be what? To be young forever? That's, this is, this is probably one of the more interesting discussions here is what is controlling these people to make them be so evil without any remorse? There's no people coming out. Like you're saying, there's nobody coming out saying, Hey, this happened, you know, or I'm sure there is lots of people, but it's not mainstream. And like you were saying, you know, I, I really do think that if you could tell someone, Hey man, you're going to live till you're 150 or whatever, you know, that would be probably enough for these rich assholes that are going to die. You know, they're scared. They're going to die in their seventies. When you tell them, Hey, you know, you play ball and you do what we tell you and you shut up, you could live to 150 or who knows? I don't even know. Or like, they don't care. They could live to 80. You're just going to do their bidding. They don't care if you do live mm-hmm. to 150 or 100 or mm-hmm. 80. They and you care. could just tell them that and it could not even be true. No, exactly right? what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I just, I keep thinking about what motivates, because it's obviously not money. It's not power. Well, it might it's, be, but, but to some know. people, the way they gain the power is with the money. So they act adequate or they, um, how do you say it? They, that's how they compare, that's how they get their power. Because to them, again, to us, we might say $5,000 is so much money would help us out so much. But to a Bill Gates, $5,000 is like yeah, nothing. Know. So to him, it's like, I'm throwing a dime and look at what this person is willing to do for five grand. My shoes cost me five grand. 
But look at what this pathetic person yeah. is willing to do for five grand. And uh, again, it's, yeah, money money is going to do it for most people. But well, like you said, the, the it's those the people that are pulling the strings. How are they controlling them? That's that's probably the bigger question because we know we can be controlled by money and but then it but they then, can, you know threaten you and all that kind of stuff. But, but if me, you're a you know trillionaire. You know, you're not going to be threatened. You're not going to be... Okay, my, my question comes up. How do you know... Okay, I'm going to become a little more spiritual here. How do we know that whoever, wherever they go, say they go to Billabur, and whoever they're idolizing, they're all saying, look, if you help us out with all this, this crinochrome, whatever, is going to keep you young, and the enemy and the demons possess this body... That they've been living for 150 years, and every time they go to Goldenberg, this guy comes out. And look, I've been around for 150 years. Let me tell you. And you can say, oh, I know who this guy is. Oh, but what you don't know is this is the shell, and there's a demon inside that's possessing that body, and it's going to Hollywood. Look, I've been around for... Mm -hmm. We don't know who it is, because again, I go back to an old interview in 1973 about the Jordan Prince and about the fuel embargo, and him arguing about... It wasn't done by his country, and by the when the reporter asked him to name the person, he said he would not name him. Who is these people that they will not name? Are they? Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? What it? Something they're seeing with their eyes, going, this person is true, because they don't they don't believe in God because they say God you can't see God. They only believe what they see. So what is it that they're seeing going, this is true. This is true what they're telling us. I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, as far as I can see in the Bible when they're referencing the, um, the ball worship, I'm trying to think of the, who was the tribe that was, uh, Canaanites maybe. I guess there's probably lots of them, but anyway, that you, when you look at and you read about that, it it seems to to be that they're all they're seeking is some sort of uh, you know, it's not going to guarantee that they're going to get what they want, but it's a uh, it's a way that they can you know offer something up, you know. I don't know when you when you see that stuff it it didn't seem like it was really religious at all it was just just them seeking to get a benefit you know like that it wasn't like you know I'm pray, I'm I'm sacrificing my firstborn you know to Baal because he's so great you know it's it's always because we need water we need rain or whatever you know like they're sacrificing their firstborn for a good crop yield or whatever do you think that's what I I I don't believe but that I don't know that is I believe it's like, remember Lords of the Ring? Remember how there was that, the, the what's it called, the, the good uh, wizard? Tower, and that, yeah. And that one bad wizard. Yeah, White and, Tower and the, yeah. What did he want? He just wants that power. He wants to be able to just move his hand and his enemy will just be gone. And I have this power of me just going, you, they all want to be God, bro. Mm-hmm. And so this original plan of the enemy that he coveted God, wanted to be like God, and wanted to make a throne higher than God. And he convinced all a third of the angels that they can do the same thing. And then he comes down here, 
it's like the same thing. I'm gonna go something weird. It's like a girl who opens up an OnlyFans account, sees one girl going, "Man, that girl's making a lot of money." But they don't tell you about the thousand of girls that open up a, a that account, and they make ten bucks, seventeen bucks, mm-hmm. and then quit. They did it maybe once or twice, and now their image is out there forever. But they have that illusion that maybe, I know a hundred have failed, but maybe I will be the special one and I make it. And they'll sell their soul just for that possibility that they might beat all those odds and I'm the one that makes it. I become this. They'll talk about my OnlyFans page. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's got to be something what they want to gain, brother man. I mean, they, they, yeah, I went. I went to a men's uh, Bible conference uh, this Saturday and retreat. They used to call them. I don't think it's a retreat because we didn't go anywhere. It was at the church, but maybe they did. Yeah. It's called Charged. It was did really. They, did they serve any food? We did get food. See, then there was a retreat. You're not gonna like what we got though. What'd you get? Well, who, what company were we talking about? I know. I didn't have the heart to tell people, uh, you know that, uh, although they probably don't care that he shines everybody's shoes, but. He wouldn't shine my shoe. But uh, anyway, uh, one of the diagrams that he, that I thought was pretty cool, he asked the guys to bring up a dry erase board so he kind of pointed out, and I wish I had something to, to give a good representation of this, but it's pretty easy that, you know, you, he had three different diagrams and each one had a, you know, a parallel. One of them had a parallel line with the top line being God, the bottom line being self. And, uh, he talked about how normal, comfortable Christian life, you keep that, you know, God's top, you're on the bottom and you're just cruising along in this parallel line. But what he points out is how that you don't gain faith that way. And what you should be doing is the God line should be like this and the self line should be like that. So you're, you're losing your, your self worth and you're gaining in God, you know, uh, and what happens in our society is we go just the opposite where, you know, the God is diminishing and self is increasing. Like you're saying with this, you know, uh, cam girl stuff, you know, uh, I'm just saying for any one of these people, like a a person that wants to be in that Mm -hmm. whatever position, my friend. Anyways, go ahead. I mean, and and here's um, here's some more Mel Gibson. Let's see. Keep going on this team for television. That got full of the whole industry. I mean, it's a very strange place. Holly Weirdwood. But it's um, it's an odd place. And you, you imagine all these horror stories there that you think, boy, it seems as if I'm being sacrificed over here. No, that couldn't be true. And then uh, you realize that it is true. And, and you have to, I just left for a while and um, took a couple of years off, bought a place down in Australia and started digging holes and putting up fences and birthing cattle and all this kind of stuff. And it was, it was fun, you know, it was fun. It was, it was great and it was a good breather, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the, the comeback, what a comeback, lethal weapon. Yeah. It wasn't bad, was it? It was, yeah, it was all right. Want to see more Dang commercials. But that, I'm very interested. Hopefully we can, we can see this 
a documentary that's supposed to be coming out. That'd be awesome. Uh, you know, you, I always, in this show, I'm always trying to think, trying to crystallize down and trying to think of what's the most important uh, things that we deal with currently in our culture. And um, obviously free speech is a big one. Uh, corruption uh, slash conspiracy, however you want to say it. Uh, and then this child, um, I don't even want to, I mean, it's it's all across the board. You know, It's it goes from the, the drinking of the blood, scary stuff, all the way down to reading, you know, transvestite dudes reading, that look like demons, by the way, reading children uh, semi-pornographic material. Not semi-pornographic material. Yeah, I mean, well, they get you because it's it's not, you know, the whole book isn't that way. So that's how they kind of trick you. You know, they'll they'll put it in there subtly, Bro, but it's obviously in there. They called Playboy pornographic when it had a bunch of articles and then maybe a couple of slips of naked pictures in it. Bush, but the majority of the Bush. magazine was full of sports articles. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, anyways, yeah. Yeah, so I got a couple more. Let's do some good news here. And then I think we're going to wrap it up. I don't know if anybody's heard this yet. Uh, After three years, the damage is done. Big tech rolls back misinformation measures on 2020 elections and COVID vaccines. I've heard this. What's going on here? I've heard that they know that the Biden is going to lose. And if Trump does go in or anybody else, they want to be allowed to continue to argue that that next election was robbed. Because if these rules continue, the people that were speaking out about the Trump administration the first time, they would have been arrested on considering, because for the four years that Trump was in office, our, the, Hillary was out there proclaiming that the election was stolen from her, mm-hmm. and if the law, of the rules of, of that are implemented right now that are applied at YouTube, for example, Hillary would have been banned, stricken, mm-hmm. and taken off for that information. So what I'm hearing is that this is for that to be allowed again. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it is pretty silly how they were doing the same. Although I think they were blaming Russia, right? Hillary was blaming Russia. Where Hillary blaming everybody for her failure. But I don't know if Hillary ever blamed like the machines or she never blamed Obama. <laughs> yeah, she never blamed Obama. I so my angle on this is it goes along with uh, my theory on the uh, January sixth and all that stuff, and I'll try to tie it in real quick here that the FBI. Uh, the powers, the B, whatever you want to say, they now know that most, uh, most genuine people out there right now are not going to fall for getting honey trapped into a Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer, uh, kidnapping plot because, you know, of January 6th, every Patriot out there is like, Oh hell no, I'm not falling for this FBI crap anymore. So they, and now they also are noticing that on YouTube and all these big tech giants that people are leaving. People are going to rumble. People are going to these other, um, these other media companies and they're losing that, uh, surveillance system. 
where they, because I think that's what YouTube and all that stuff was used for is to kind of surveil, find out who's being, you know, radicalized, like they say or whatever. So what I see this as them basically saying, oh, come on back and start posting your stuff that we can later prosecute you on, you know, because I think at this point, everybody understands that YouTube, you know, you can't say much on there or you get kicked off. I, I, I think the libertarians, whether it's the libertarians that the conservatives that fall into libertarians and liberals that fall into lipper, we're starting to finally, we're showing that where there's more of us. They're showing that there's, because these companies are, are not caving, but they're losing a large amount of money out of this group, bro. Because again, 1% isn't going to make up your market loss. And to go back to what you're saying, it has to be that, brother man. They're recognizing, and so they're trying. But my question is, it's just a market ploy for them to come back and say, oh. Could be. You know? Yeah. Because I, I heard, you tell me if I'm wrong, that all this ESG scoring and all this was a way, in a way, for companies to have social scores to come back from the 2008 market crash when the banks were declared too too large, too too big to fail, they were bailed out. You had the uh, occupied Wall Street. The business sector of this country was all considered bad, horrible. All their ratings were just low. They were losing their asses out in the stock markets. And that this was a way for these companies to come back supposedly into the good graces of our country. Have you heard that theory? No. Uh, and I, I, I mean, look at the credit. A lot of these companies are trying to do this. Were comp- Anyways, that's what I've heard. It was supposed to be an attempt or is an attempt to bring back these companies. Yeah, I have a pretty cynical view on a lot of this stuff where, you know, I, I believe Google was um, uh, created so that the surveillance companies – you know, FBI, all these NSAs that they, they don't have to actually monitor people's uh, paper mail or their faxes or whatever emails. They don't have to monitor that stuff anymore because we basically type into Google what we want. And so they know exactly what we're thinking, what we want, what we're looking for, uh, what we're researching. And they, you know, I think it's very similar with YouTube and Facebook and all these other ones where, you know, they want to stifle the the free speech when it actually matters, you know, during the, the a controversial uh, time. But then after that, they want people to get back on there and start talking so that they can monitor them, you know, because if we're all going off into silos, we're all going off into Rumble, uh, Telegram, all these different little niches where it's really hard for them to monitor us. You know, they have okay, to so, basically spread themselves out a lot more versus they could just go right to YouTube and say, okay, give me everybody that said these keywords. That's super simple. They could do that where it's a lot harder to do it if they got to jump around to all these different companies. So but with what you're saying, I'm thinking this Tucker, 
going to supposedly with Twitter and all that. Mm-hmm. Is it proving that the government is controlling this? They knew that Tucker was that popular. They bring him down. Now he's on Twitter. Mm. Twitter, we've already known that too much. You think that the CIA or FBI isn't in that mm-hmm. body till this day? Wow. They're just going to be a yeah. little more quieter. But well, we we know we know the FBI was at Twitter. <laughs> they were all over it. They were at CNN. Uh, I doubt it's changed. Fox. Yeah. It's, no, I, I like that angle because you you know if he's on regular cable, how much information do you really have on the listeners? You know, it's very vague. They have to go to that, whatever that rating agency is, where it tells you how many people are tuned in at a certain time. It's not going to give you very good analytical data. Where if you put him on Twitter, where everybody's got to sign in with their username and their email and their all that stuff, and you can actually see them interacting and watching, you know, it would be a, a much easier way to, I, to I, monitor people, <laughs> unfortunately. I purposely stopped commenting on twitter mm-hmm. i purposely just swipe read them stories swipe i don't mm. and i don't know what I'm, i just don't want the so-called algorithm to then start changing my what they want me to see because mm. they're going to feed off my comments because i've had this video fits in with your comments or what you see yeah. this, this is what we think will so they can suggest things to you. I'd so, be more worried they're building a profile on you well, based on I your stopped, stopped, comments. So that's stopped, what I'd be worried I about. I stopped doing that. <laughs> I've even stopped clicking on stories. Mm-hmm. I'll just read the headlines. If I'm interested in it, I'll go like if it's a gateway pundit, I'll just go to their paper and then read it on their and on their website. Yeah, it's um it's a that's pretty creepy. You know, because that um I could see that. And we know like it like the FBI, us. the Twitter FBI files clearly showed us that they were all up in that that butthole. So, and and, and there would be no reason why then for the FBI to go to MSNBC. No one's watching them. Yeah, they would go to Tucker because just on this first post, bro, he blew all those networks by himself. Mm-hmm. Plus, they have those people already on the other mainstream media. You know, the propaganda is working on them. You know that they, they want to go. They want to find out who the propaganda is not working on. <laughs> That's who they want. Yeah. They want to. They want to get names. But yeah, the I've often wondered about the uh, comment section on YouTube because like I'm constantly blasting stuff out on there. You know, like the amount of times I've said, "Oh, just another, uh, just another peaceful, mostly peaceful protest, huh?" <laughs> you know, or whatever. <laughs> it's a mostly peaceful uh, robbery, guys. You know, or whatever. But. Yeah, that's um that gets kind of deep and a little sketchy because that gets into that uh you know what's that like asymmetrical fifth dimensional warfare stuff where you know I they're just collecting data and and controlling our uh, you know what we see and all that stuff. It's um here's proof. Let me let me play here a lawyer who helped close churches during the pan pandemic. Want to change this or do you want me to hear? Let me play this for you. 
doing in the Capitol Hill Baptist Church was defending the mayor, my client, against a constitutional challenge to one aspect of the COVID-19 restrictions. We understood that strict scrutiny applies. How did that case go for you? We lost that case. Why? It was found that the restrictions did not meet the standard of strict scrutiny. Meaning they were unconstitutional. Uh, meaning that they did not survive strict scrutiny. And it's a matter of public record that the District of Columbia did not appeal that decision. Why? Why, why were they struck down? Excuse me, Senator? Why were the, were the restrictions that you defended struck down as discriminatory? Why were they? Because they did not satisfy... Why didn't they? The court concluded that there were restrictions that were not neutral of general applicability. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's legalese. Why didn't they? Why didn't they on the facts? You know the facts. You were a good lawyer. Why'd you lose? We lost because applying the strict scrutiny test, the court concluded that the restrictions were not narrowly tailored because? to serve a compelling governmental interest. Because? Senator. Oh, come on, Judge. Don't make me do this. Do you want me to go through it for you? You lost because... Mayor Bowser was going to mass protests herself personally with thousands of people celebrating him. By the way, which is fine. We have a we have the First Amendment in the United States. I want to be clear. That is totally fine. You want to protest? Go for it. I think that's totally fine. That wasn't the problem here. At the same time she was doing that, she was prohibiting churches, religious people, from gathering socially distanced outside wearing masks. And the district court said, you can't do that. That's discrimination. Mm-hmm. So much of that was going on. Still going back on. in those days. It's well, still going on to this day. I'm just saying, like the who is it? Newsom going to the dinner after locking down California. Uh, Biden walking around without a mask on, like literally a day after he said we all have to wear masks. It's just it was just repeatedly over and over again. They just literally. Uh, and it's still my personal uh, my personal. Um, campaign Pain. that I'm not going to allow this government to forget about what they did nope, to us. Never forget. And it and it's and it seems by as days goes by that there's less news and less news and less news about this. Yeah. Less doctors but at the same time while there's less news on the underground you're seeing the CDC being brought up in charges, you're seeing the health department being brought up in charges. You're seeing this web starting to fall apart. But they still refuse to come. I'm so again. I'm going to refuse to let this go. No, I I'm going to bring man. this up as much as I can. I, I was just talking about it in our group text here. Um, see if people remember any of these. Remember the drive-through strip clubs during lockdowns? Yes, I remember that drive-through graduation parties where you literally couldn't get out of your car. Your kid could not celebrate his graduation. He had to sit in a lawn chair and wave at people as they drove by. Yeah, yeah. That happened, I was, happened, there. I you was guys. there during my daughter's graduation. Uh, there you go. Drive-through birthdays. They did yep. the same freaking thing. Oh, and just sort of drive-through Halloween. Remember how many, that? How many people Dude. were not allowed to go and say goodbye to a dying loved one? They had to talk about it behind a glass yeah. door. At least they didn't do drive-through funerals, as far as I know. <laughs> How know? many? And not only that, that would have been funeral a, service. One step too they far. They dragged it on. They dragged on funeral service for three, four months. Made you relive mm-hmm. that whole tragic, mm-hmm. and wanted to still blame it all on COVID. Now, I'm just bringing up BS from our government. 
Here's another BS, if I may bring this up. Let's talk about this whole thing about us going green. Just so we're clear on the scale of the issue, each electric vehicle battery for a heavy-duty truck weighs 8,000 pounds. And you need at least Damn. two of them. So Damn. we're talking the weight of, you know, four or five cars. And our, my friends and peers in the industry nationwide who have tried to make efforts to put in, say, hey, I'm going to convert a dozen forklifts to electric, or I want to tee up a facility for 30 electric trucks. There's no power. The utilities come back. The cities come yeah. back and say, is this some kind of joke? One friend tried to put in, in Illinois a, uh, a facility, tee it up for 30 trucks electrification. The city came back and said, this is some kind of joke. You're asking for more draw than the entire city requires. <laughs> and just to give you an idea, 30, 50 trucks, that's like a five, six megawatt application. The factory that makes the trucks is a two megawatt factory. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. It, it, but again... There are laws and things being implemented by people who don't have a clue of what it takes to manufacture something. But what is it? The greed and the payout that all these people are getting out. We know we don't have it anyways. Just to to remind us, our government is recommending we need both of these things. Uh, and then we'll wrap it up on this and I'm going to hit the uh, outro Dang. button. Uh, can't make this up, Mrs. Gateway Pundit. Former Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot Beetlejuice hired by Harvard to teach public health and leadership. It sounds like the these universities are the new publishing houses, huh? Like, you know, instead of printing a book. Yeah, go, it's like because, their payoff or something. Because huh? that guy, that stupid guy from CNN, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Stelzer or whatever. Stelzer, he went to Harvard. Yeah. And it's like they're paying him the off. last one, and it's like, you Who's did take her class. You did good. You it's demon. Like this is how they exactly. It's rewarding yeah. their 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 minions, their little minions. You get your adrenochrome and so your Harvard. So now she could put on her title that oh, I was a, a dude. She's a again interesting. Yep. Doesn't surprise us. And, Doesn't surprise us. And uh, in case anybody wasn't catching it, uh, fifty-four shot. The Memorial Day weekend, just last weekend, which was only a two-day weekend, fifty shot. You think in um, Chicago? You so think she did. She did very well in her leadership. There. You think she's going to shun uh, the white students from her class and only remember yeah. how can't only take, black only black reporters were allowed to ask her questions? Can't take questions from white people. No. Nope. So, uh, as who I guess if you're a person of color, at least you know you have an easy A there. I think as mayor and as leader, she faced many pressing public health issues, most notably navigating the pandemic. Anderson said, we believe our students will benefit from her experiences, insights and knowledge of leadership decision making. Yeah. Have you guys seen what so she was, her decision making status was like? Like only in these circles can you fail upward. Like it doesn't happen anywhere else. Although I, I can think of actually a couple in my company where can, that actually happened. Someone failed and then they end up getting promoted. So I don't know what it, I'm it talking is, about. It is, you know what, Hollywood? I had a I had a one time at that place you had where a guy, uh, we were talking about personal things. He wasn't involved in the conversation. He heard, he listened into a conversation. Then wanted to fight me. 
telling me that he didn't give a dang if I, he lost his job or not. And they ended up suspending him for, I think, a month. And then when he came back, they made him a supervisor. And then how long did he last? I think two months because he couldn't hang. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen it our whole lives. Well, no, 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 the, no, no. You you still want to do more of these morons? We have news to deconstruct. No, <laughs> okay, I'm, no, I'm, I'm stopping you. St- Good Time Culture Podcast. This is the show that you are listening to tonight. This is another Wednesday night, and you hear that song. It's the outro. It's called. That's what Hollywood calls it. So, it's another Wednesday night, guys. And, you know, Hollywood's getting tired, and he's getting old, and... I have to say the same thing. Even though I'm a man of leisure, today I leisure just a little harder than I normally do. And I'm a little tuckered out. So, I guess we're going to call it a night. But, do you guys see the momentum? Good is prevailing over evil. And it's for one thing and only one thing. Is that you pray. That's the secret. The good Lord is going to get us out of this. Because at the end, if you've read the book, he wins, y'all. We win. Okay? So, once again, please, Hollywood and I ask one simple thing. Please pray for our families. And Hollywood and I will definitely pray for you. Please do that. And that's how we're going to make it out of this. So, once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. The better half of the good time culture podcast and i'll see you next wednesday that's right you made it to the end this uh this has been a good show i've enjoyed this one a lot this is uh, our weekly uh, therapeutic audio journey into the nonsense that is our reality here in uh, america at least in california so we do appreciate you guys making it to the end of the show so please uh give a thumbs up or tell someone about the show Everything said here today, at least from my side, and I'm pretty sure from Mud Dog's side, we we say everything here with love in our hearts, and um, you know, wishing the best for everybody. We are spicy Christians over here, so we're not going to pull any punches, but we do we do love everybody and, and want to, everybody to climb out of sin, um, inclu- yes. including ourselves. You know, like we're not saying we're uh, better than anybody when it comes to that. So. This has been Good Times Culture Podcast, and we appreciate you guys. Uh, Come back next week. We will be back. Maybe we can not offend Tony Words and keep him here for longer. I guess we we shouldn't be playing Tucker Carlson clips or something, maybe, huh? Maybe that was an omen. (laughs) We shouldn't be playing Tucker stuff anymore. I I thought that was the Good Time Culture Podcast rule. But all of a sudden, we're playing Tucker. That was the no agenda rule for a long time. Remember, they were like, no Tucker clips. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it's like, it's so relevant. It's hard not to at least include it and discuss it. So I, I'm getting nervous again. I think he's a puppet. Could be. Just me. Could be. I could be a puppet. Hey, I trust no man, buddy. <laughs> all right. We love you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week exposing evil and praising God. Until next time. Talk to you, Lord.
since the last time we talked The walk has been hard Now I know you haven't left me But I feel like I'm alone I'm a big boy now But I'm still not grown And I'm still going through it Pain and a hurt yeah. Soaking up trouble Like rain in the dirt yeah. And I know Only I can stop the rain With just a mention of my savior's name In the name of Jesus Devil, I rebuke you For what I go through And trying to make me do What I used to But all that stops right here As long as the Lord's in my life I will have no fear I will know no pain From the light to the dark